Hi everyone, welcome to Man on a Mission. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to us via podcast, um, via YouTube, or just watching us on Facebook. So what happens in every Man on a Mission live is that we come first on FB Live every Monday and by Wednesday, we upload it to our podcast in all podcasts, uh, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, um, Google, wherever you can find us, we will be there. Our aim is to help men lead, provide, and protect. And just in case uh, you're a woman, because we have a lot of women joining us, thank you for joining us here. Thank you for supporting Man in the Mission. You see, we noticed that what happens is that um, women watch and they send to their man. So that's how it happens uh, most of the time. And men, um, Thank you for joining us. Thank you for always supporting Man in the Mission. And for all my friends and those who I don't know yet, um, thank you for joining us. Um, so those who are early, thank you so much for being here. And I really appreciate you all. You know, um, I noticed that during this pandemic, um, March, it was really easy to be happy because there was not a lot of work. April, still good. May, people got stressed. People were losing their jobs. June was really hard. Um, July, people were anxious. Now it's August. We're still in MECQ in the Philippines, in different countries. It's up and down. Um, and people are losing their happiness. People are being eaten up by anxiety, stress. Um, I myself, I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of struggles right now just because, you know, life is hard. Um, not because, you know, um, uh, I'm uh, just because I'm, you know, uh, preaching, leading ministries, I have a business doesn't mean my life is perfect. Um, it's just really hard. Wherever you are right now in this world, you are being affected by this pandemic. So I just hope that today, um, you know, you, you get inspired and you find your happiness through my guest. He's a friend of mine. I met him about almost 10 years ago. Um, and he is now the wife of uh, somebody that I kind of semi grew up with because his wife is the older sister of one of my closest friends. So he's like family already. And, you know, this guy, um, I love his soul because um, he's so innocent. He's, I mean, in a sense, he's very pure. He's very kind. He's very generous. Um, he would always love to help. And it, it's a pleasure of mine to have him on board. Um, more than anything, um, I look up to him with his knowledge, with his expertise, with his life coaching skills. He is one of like the legit life coaches in the Philippines. Uh, some people say that they're a coach, but they don't understand what real coaching is. But this guy, um, Edwin, he is like a legit, legit coach. So he's one of the uh, legit coaches in the Philippines. He really studied it. He really helps people break through and all of those things. So I'm really grateful. I have a lot. I mean, I mean, my words are not enough to describe his credentials, but I, I, I've seen him at work and he's really amazing with people. He really helps people just just unleash their greatness and find happiness in their relationships and and all of those things so i mean i can never do justice by introduce with my introduction to him so but you know i'm really happy he's here let me introduce to you my friend coach edwin soriano hi there buddy thank you so much jay paul for having me it's a pleasure being with you guys this afternoon tonight Woo! Thanks, Edwin. I'm so happy to be, you know, for you to be my guest, Coach Edwin. And um, 
before we start, before you introduce yourself, what you do, I love I love starting my show with saying or asking our guest to share about three to five things you're grateful for. It can be anything. Okay. Just we yeah. always just want to start this show with gratitude. So please um share what are you grateful for? Surely. Okay. Number one, Mr. Rogers on Netflix. What's the title of the song? Uh... Uh, neighborhood <laughs> sorry so it's a wonderful movie that reza and i my wife and i got to watch a few days ago and we've been binging on the reviews and the uh, other background information about mr rogers he's an all-around kind person uh, and if you haven't watched it go watch it second thing i'm grateful for is uh discovering short films one mm. uh, 10 minute short films so uh we haven't watched netflix too much uh during this ecq only because it consumes much of our time but here's something that we discovered just since yesterday uh 10 minute short films short and sweet over lunch or over dinner mm-hmm. and we get mm-hmm. to experience it me and my wife we get to experience the movie together and it's done because in the past uh I, I would sleep, I, I would fall asleep around one hour into the movie or 30 minutes into the movie only because third thing that I'm grateful for, I'll share this later on. I've been leading a club. It's called wow. Rise Up the 5 a.m. Club, which means I've adjusted my sleeping pattern from at the start of the ECQ. It was like sleeping at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and then getting up at 10 a.m., uh, and partly that was because I was doing volunteer work uh, for Rock Ed Carpool. But since I changed our routine, since June 1, I've been leading a club called the Five Rise Up, the 5AM Club, nicknamed mm-hmm. Ruwak. And it's been phenomenal. I'd love to talk a little bit more about sure, it later sure. on. But the big blessing about it is... You know what, Dave? Well, it actually feels like a feast. <laughs> it's nice, a beautiful nice. community. We have learning, we have prayer, we have sharing. It's like a mix between feast and an LG, a light group. Uh, and and we we start with this as well, gratitude, Jaywal. So our first uh, few minutes in the class, it's a daily class. Wow. Uh, we spend with gratitude. So I have some practice with gratitude item number four i love that my wife and i have been having more conversations uh over the specifically over the past many days Uh, we've been more warm to each other because we've experienced many days of stress and tension during this ECQ, uh, so much that that it makes me question. Hey, I'm a life coach, and I'm getting into these kinds of fights with my <laughs> with my wife. Uh, so grateful for more more authentic conversations. Fifth item: grateful for my five cats. Nice. <laughs> we have five rescued cats. Wow. Uh, maybe some of them might show up later on. So that's my five. Thank you for asking, Jay Paul. Wow. You know, thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, just listening to you makes me smile. Um, I love listening to gratitude. Um, I think grateful people really share 
positive energy to others. I love it. Um, so I, I know I want to talk to you about so many things. So let's just really, I want to yeah. dive into it. Um, bro, sure. you, you wrote two books about happiness. You can be um, happy, hungry, and you can yeah. be happy again. Um, yeah. So can you show it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So this book, Be Happy, Hungry, uh, I wrote it in 2015, if I remember correctly. And it was independently published. Uh, it's so funny because the first time I published it, uh, I ordered... 500 copies, oh, well, initially 100 copies. And then Brother Bo browsed through the book and he said, why only 100? You know what? At that time, 100 was so big for me. So he inspired mm -hmm. me and I ordered an additional 400. So it became 500. Later on, it was published uh, as You Can Be Happy Again. So this is a book published by Shepherd's Voice Publications, uh, You Can Be Happy Again. Um, and yeah, it shares principles of life coaching. It shares stories. Stories can be so powerful in mm -hmm. um, giving new perspectives for readers. And yeah, I love how I call this passive influence. You know mm -hmm. how there's passive income. Passive income is you have rent income. So you've invested in something out there and you're earning from it. You're earning income mm -hmm. from it. I, I refer to books as passive influence. Nice. Even nice. podcasts uh, and vlogs. Yeah. That's passive yeah. influence because you do it once, put it out there, and then continuously yeah. for the next so many years, you're influencing minds. Every time somebody watches your video That's or right. listens to your podcast, that is passive influence. You're sleeping here and then somebody is listening to Jay Paul. Oh, oh ah, that's so right. That thing that Jay Paul shared. I, I want to make a change. And you're sleeping <laughs> while, you, while that's happening. So that's passive influence. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. something that I will um, marinate and think about more <laughs> after this conversation. Thank you, bro. I love, you know, the topic on happiness. Yeah. But I guess um, before we can go further, I believe people have different takes on happiness. For you as an author, as the thought leader uh, mm -hmm. of this concept, what is happiness for you? <sighs> I don't, you know what? Surprisingly, I don't get asked that question as straight as you're asking it now <laughs> um so i don't have a ready answer but let me let me give this a shot happiness your heart knows happiness happiness more than your mind let me start with that <laughs> um please maybe that's that's why i'm having some hard time answering <laughs> i feel that i feel that people know with their heart what makes them happy, mm -hmm. but their mind gets in the way. Mm. For instance, uh, I remember very specifically this one time when I was really down and out, as in rock bottom, and then uh, I was with somebody and it was drizzling, it was raining, and we had such a difficult conversation right there and then at that moment. And it was raining, and you know what? I just had this impulse 
to let go of this heavy feeling that I was having right there and then after this difficult conversation. And I just decided I want to um, go into the rain. I want to shower in the rain. So I just took off my shirt and showered in the rain. I feel that most people know what makes their hearts sing. But because of social pressures, I ano na lang sasabihin ng iba, oh, that's not proper, etc., etc. Because of social mm. pressures, the mind gets in the way of that's right. doing, doing what our heart, what makes our heart sing. That's one wow. answer. Let me give you an additional answer which I use in coaching. Uh, this is called echo check or ecological check. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know what your what will make your heart happy. Is it? Is it? Is it uh, doing crafts? Is it watering your plants? Is it um, making a call and having a conversation with an old friend? So many things can make you happy, and most people know what that is. Mm -hmm. We just need to be careful that we're not hurting other people. And this is where the echo check comes in. That thing that's in your heart that you feel will make you happy, it can very well be, I want to just smack the face of my manager or my boss. (laughs) That can, (laughs) conceivably, it will give some people some satisfaction yeah. but here's here's the echo check this is the called the ecological check will it be good for you in the short term not just in the short term but also in the long term give that some thought will it be good for people that you love let's start with that your loved ones your mother that's why i love this thing they call make your mama proud Yes, you might be happy doing something, um, just uh, buying that motorcycle. <laughs> I don't know, that, <laughs> buying something. Example, we have a community, uh, a friend in community, he loves motorcycles. And yet, I'm sure he would, have ha- he would feel happy riding the uh, motorcycle. The thing is, he's gone into accidents in the past. And he's a father now with three children and a wife. So, yes, it could make you happy to just go out, run in the wind with the motorcycle. The thing is, how will your wife be affected? How will your family be affected by that thing that you're aiming to, that you feel will make you happy? Mm-hmm. How will they be affected in the short term and in the long term? So nice. yeah, that's something that <laughs> that would balance my first answer. My first answer was your heart knows what makes you happy. Your brain gets in the way. Second answer is yes, your heart knows what will make you happy. And yet you want to balance things so that the happiness and the meaning and the love is for the long term, not just for the short term. Not just for you, not just for your loved ones, but for other people involved as well. That's my long answer. And I wow. thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
so for me, I'm understanding it in a sense. Happiness is yes, you know the there's an alignment with your mind and heart, but it also mm. should never be selfish. It's you know if there's gonna be a fruit or a, a positive a, um, affection or affect to you know um, other people who are being right. you know you are close relations with that's so amazing. Yes. You know I I love this because you know a lot of people now have been. They don't know they're selfish, you know. Uh, we, we some people don't know they 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 have selfish tendencies and all of those things. Yeah. And I love what yeah. you're saying because um, true happiness is not only about you; it's also about the joy that you explain to other that that you you know express to others or share to us. I yeah. thank you, um, and yeah. So I love it also because as a coach, you do not define. Happiness for other people, you, they should also uh, journey with it. Um, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, go, please, please. On that one, uh, no, uh, we do not define. You know, I'm a coach, and uh, earlier Jay Paul was describing that some people call themselves coaches, and yet, uh, yeah, and then they give advice. <laughs> so uh, I'm able to wear a couple of hats. I'm also a trainer, and when I'm training, yes, I give advice or I give tools and techniques, etc. But specifically for coaching, life coaching, executive coaching, the coach comes in not with no agenda, that's one. And then second, um, my goal is to help the client find answers or discover answers. Mm. So for me to come in with a bias towards, oh, I want to guide him to become this or that. Uh, I want him to decide this direction instead of that. That's, mm. that, that's, not, that's not how coaching is. Mm -hmm. There are times. There are times. I wish I could give a specific story later <laughs> on. Um, but there are times when really I actually do not agree with how the client is deciding. Mm -hmm. And yet, that's how coaches need to be. <laughs> I need to be able to let go of the need to tell this person, you know what, that is wrong. Okay, Unless lives are at stake. Maybe that's yeah, one yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. But when a person is making a decision and I, I don't necessarily agree with it, as a coach, I need to be respectful of that person's decision. Um, you, yeah. You know, yeah, because uh, yeah, a lot of, because I, you know, you know, we've been friends for a while. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, there was a time that I dabbled into coaching, studied it, you know, even got some certifications. I just knew in my, I mean, I love coaches and, mm -hmm. and I, I really respect legit coaches like yourself and, you know, my coach. Um, as of now, um, Kimi Lu coaches me. Mm, um, it's just, I found out that it's not my core gift. Yeah. It is yeah. not really, I mean, it, it has helped me, you know, for example, interviews yeah. uh, to, to really make a interviewee comfortable, yeah. um, champion the interviewee, uh, you know, get to talk to someone, really pull out something. But for me, I've noticed that as much as it is, it is a good career to be in, it mm. just it's just really not in not my skill set. 
Yeah, it's not for me. Just to be a better. And I'm happy that I found it. And and yeah. I'm saying this because I'm really happy to see you. And because I've heard so many people say that you're an amazing coach. So just I'm saying this to honor you, brother. Anyway, uh, I want to move forward with... Yeah. I want to move forward with... Um, okay. Happiness. Um, let's say there's... All right. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a person right now who's probably not happy you know he yeah. that he or she may be lost uh yeah. without telling them oh this is what happiness is how would you guide this person like a step-by-step -step process on to find okay. on finding inner happiness um right now in this very okay. crazy world sure sure Okay, so I'll give you our, my first aid. <laughs> I call this sure. first aid because this is among, when I meet a client for the first time, this is among the things that I do. One of, the, one of my main tools that I use to help the person in the first coaching session. I'll be demonstrating it to you guys. Sure, so, sure. <laughs> So here's how it goes. Um, after the preliminaries, the preliminaries are getting to know the person, building rapport, and just really uh, being friends with the person, letting the person know that uh, I'm, I'm a friend, I'm not here to judge the person or anything. And then I get to discover, I, I ask so that I can discover more about what the person is going through. And then we identify the one thing that is one way to put it is what's eating you what's the real what's the key issue and sometimes whatever they present is not necessarily the issue but that's what they are feeling that's the symptom like uh, if you go to the doctor you'll tell the doctor about the symptom you don't necessarily know what it is or what the cause is but you'll tell what the symptom is i'm having a fever or my chest is uh, so that will be presented to me Okay, so here's the first aid. One of my mentors teaches, the creator of NLP, teaches that the problem is not the problem. Mm. The problem is your state when you're facing the problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so let me uh, say that one more time. There's a loose code okay so the problem is not the problem the problem is your state when you're facing the problem so i'm sorry just want to say for sure. those who don't understand what know what state is state is how you are at that moment that's a very yeah. rudimentary explanation <laughs> so yeah so for instance uh uh We'll, we'll we'll talk about breakups. That's one sure, of the sure. common places or common contexts that people come to me. So, uh, for instance, there was a, a guy. He was married for many years, and then for some reason, nagiwale uh, sila he and his wife. And he comes to me, and then uh, he ayon, he's just really full of. He's heartbroken, essentially. He's heartbroken. Mm. I have a very powerful story to tell you in a while about sure, sure. Um, So when he comes in and he's heartbroken, he is in the middle of the action. Ibig sabihin, if he were, 
uh, slugging it out in the ring, mm-hmm. even while he is, even while he's with me in in some in some place in another place, when he tells the story, it feels like to him that he's in the middle of the ring slugging it out in a battle, okay? and you can see that in the way he expresses himself in his face, in the way he carries his body. Okay, he's in the middle of it. Okay, that's his state when he's mm. telling me this story. Okay, mm. at a certain point after he has expressed, for some they might even break down and cry, and that's fine. For some time, I will allow the client to do that. Go ahead. If you need to cry, go ahead. At a certain point, I okay, and then I'd ask him a question like, "Hey." Okay, what have you watched the movie, Mr. Rogers? Mm. No, you haven't. So what movies have you watched? And then we start talking about anything else. And you will see physiologically the way he carries mm. his face. You will see his state changes. That's yeah. the state. That's a different state from where he was earlier. You know, mm. guys, you actually experience this. Example, nag-aaway kayo ng girlfriend mo, tapos may tumawag yung boss mo, and then you answer the, the phone. Ah, kasi yeah. ganyan. Hi, sir, kumusta po kayo? <laughs> That's the state change. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir, yeah, yeah. ano po yan? Okay? That's state change. Okay? The problem mm. is when you're in the thick of things, your state is muddled you're in the you're inside the arena yes and yes. demonstrating that call no tumawag yung boss mo and then instantly you're able to answer in a calm yes. voice in a respectful yes. voice that is state change mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. a demonstration my first aid is to get the person to step out of his situation and see himself in that mm-hmm. situation and describe that person. You know, that person who was talking about his 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 breakup a while ago, like two minutes ago? What does he look like? Mm-hmm. What does he sound like? How does he breathe? What how would you describe him? All these things, and just by the mere describing your situation, describing that person's situation. The state changes. That's my first aid, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. You know, that wow. just that process, just that process, okay, helps the person think differently about the situation. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If a while ago he just had, oh, I just want to hurt somebody or I just want to hurt myself. He just has one or two or three ways of thinking and feeling. And this has been happening for what, six months, eight months. Mm-hmm. When he steps out, things clarify. He, he realizes, oh man, his work is, 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 is going to the ruins. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and his, his mom, he's not even taking care of his mom. And then he realizes, oh man, he, he put on some weight. He used to be uh, fit and he put on some weight. And just that mere awareness. Yeah. I tell you, that's my first aid, and I've seen and you, people just really turn around just yeah. in that process. I love what you said. Awareness is such a very powerful word, and wow, you know, um, <laughs> just this is how I understand it, right? So, for sure. example, sometimes uh, we're dealing with a problem, like 
So for example, right now, you know, cash flow is everyone's problems. Uh, even mm. I, you know, just payables, yeah. receivables, all of those things. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. the past few weeks, I've been just like struggling with the stress. And, mm. you know, it's like it, then I, you know, I realized that maybe I should, you know, step back, see things in a different mm. angle. And of course, it's it's easier said than done. Uh, <laughs> but that's when I realized the problem was so big because it was like on my face. I, I could yeah. not see the embellishments and all of those things. When I yeah. st- stepped back, oh, okay, there's so many other opportunities that can be done yeah. that the life is not at, yet over. It's just that I'm focusing yeah. so much on the problem and it's in HD. <laughs> It's an <laughs> giving, yeah. Uh, um, um, I'm giving the problem so much power over me. What do you think yeah. about that? You know, while you were describing that, uh, in your face, problem in your face, uh, an image came to mind. You know, this rock climbing, uh, the mm-hmm. hobby, the sport, rock climbing. And when you're when you're when you're up there, rock climbing, uh, you're like. 10 feet above, uh, 10 feet high and all. And then your hands are just so, so painful na and all. And then you're looking, you're grappling and, okay, what's next? What else do I, can I step on and what else can? And then there are your friends down there and then they're looking at you and they're saying, okay, above your right hand, there's another. But you know, when you're right there in the problem, yeah. you couldn't see it that way. You couldn't That's see true. it that way. Another person can see things for you. Mm, and can you be it. that person for the person who's struggling? So let me give something very practical. Okay, mm-hmm. very practical. One way, of course, you can come to a life coach, whether that's me or somebody else out there. Uh, Sometimes a friend can be a good, they say, bounce ideas with, and that can work. But uh, and then a life coach, of course, can guide you through that thinking process and that feeling process. Mm -hmm. Here's a little another technique that you can do on your own. Write about it. Mm-hmm. Write about your situation. Describe your situation as if you're describing a different person. Okay? Wow. So what does this mean? You describe it as Edwin feels. Edwin looks like. No, not necessarily Edwin feels. Yeah, that's fine. Edwin Edwin has been going through this. Edwin is. Mm-hmm. In, describe it in writing. Why, why is it? Um... Let it go. Why is the third person point of view important? So, like, okay. Yeah, that's that's a very important distinction for an NLP coach like me, neurolinguistic programming. Uh, there's what we call associated and dissociated. I was demonstrating that earlier. When you're in the thick of things and you're I also described that that's associated. That's the state that has limited resourcefulness, limited creativity, limited resources is what we call madilim ang paningin of the person who's inside the problem. I'm trying to get I don't know, commonly used terms but yeah, yeah, yeah. muddled judgment when yeah. you're in the middle of climbing that rock yes, uh, that's right. rock, uh, rock wall na. and then dissociated is when you are able to let go, release the 
feelings, the ways of thinking of this person, and being able to observe from a more objective point of view. Wow. Hmm. Like from a reporter point of view. Or from the point of view of a person who cares. Okay. You know, sometimes when you're when we're in the middle of the problem, we're self flagellating. As in and that's limited. That's limited. Wow. But no, when when you step out, it's it's funny. It's funny because uh, I see it right before my eyes when the person's the person's in third position. This is called third position dissociated. And then, mm, yeah. Oh, nga, no? I, I'm verbalizing the facial expressions, the physiology of the person, and then she realizes, yeah, parang, why didn't I think of that? How, <laughs> how limited that person parang, it, 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 It's rather funny sometimes when the person, and then, and then here's another technique that we use that. As a coach, I don't need to hear everything that you're thinking. You don't need to explain to me. Mm-hmm. And yet I could see when you are discovering something new. Okay? That's right. So what I'm de- describing is a face-to-face. Uh, it's a coaching process. When you are writing, okay, when you're writing and you're able to write, you can write the same thing. You can write the story in first position. I feel like this. I think like this. Uh, I am going through this. That's first position. That's you're in the middle of the fight. And then you can write the same story from a journalist position. Mm-hmm. That story can be telling the same story but with different state wow the journalist does not report the journalist reports differently from the person on ground the journalist is able to see things more objectively Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily the what's important is it's a different state a different perspective wow um i'm thinking right now of a an example to share with you um maybe yeah let's let's give this a shot um sure one of my classic examples uh there was a businessman a ceo based in ortigas and he was it's been months since he's been thinking about what will I do with my business. Hmm, not bad, considering that this is some of the things that people are thinking about during this pandemic. Yeah. What will I do with my business? What will I do with my career? So this gentleman has been running an IT company, and he wasn't sure what to do with his company by that time. He had employees. They had steady work. The thing is, he was having a hard time now by this time, and he was thinking, is it time to sell the company? Is it time to close shop? Is it time? I don't know. He At that time, he really didn't know. I took him through a process a bit more, a bit, a bit 
a bit more sophisticated than what, than what I described earlier. But right there and then, in that one coaching session, you will see you you will see how different he was at the start of the session with this. And then after the coaching session, you'll see how excited he is. Oh man, I can do this. Or this is something I haven't thought of or tried on. And and it's that shift in state. It's that shift in perspective. It's not necessarily the entire solution, but having that shift of perspective gives an opening. To, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, <laughs> you know what I'm getting. What I'm getting from from what everything that you're sharing is that yes, as much as you can help yourself, you'll always need someone else's help. As well to really be happy, as it's it may be a friend, a family, a coach, but for me the understanding is, you can't go through life alone. You can't yeah. really be yeah. happy. Of course, you're you're blessed if you have a life coach, or if not, at least you know good people who will really you know somebody to talk to. Um, right. What do you think about my what what do you think about my reflection on everything you're sharing? Ah. Uh. Totally agree. Uh, I'll tell you something. Sure. I'll tell you something. Uh, this is about, this is just letting people know that even life coaches like me need a life coach. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's, how, that's how committed we are to our craft. So much that uh, we commit ourselves be because I believe in life coaching, I myself a veil of life coaching from other life coaches. Mm -hmm. um, so for instance, we have a team of coaches. We have a program uh, in our company, Winning Coaching, we have a program called Skyrocket, the 60-day goal fulfillment program. And we're a team of coaches with different uh, expertise. We have NLP, we have ICF, uh, International Coach Federation. We have, uh, my wife is Power and uh, and then we have Theta Healers, we have Enneagram, we have mm. all sorts. One of our coaches, her name's Marcy. Hey, Marcy, my buddy. She read, she, she reread my book. Take note, this, was, this book was written in 2015. Do I have the dates correct? 2015. And this book talks about my life in the, in the, pre, in the previous years, in the previous from 2005 to, or even earlier, some stories from 2000 all the way to 2015. So she's reading the book, and then she gives me feedback whew, that took a lot of humility to take in. She tells me, some of the things that you shared in your book, some of the patterns in your life, that you shared in your book, she tells me that she still sees it in me today. Wow. Wow. And one way to respond to that is no way. <laughs> no way, man. That's so I'm I'm I've I'm done with that. I, I've learned my lesson. I've overcome that already. That's one way that I could respond to my fellow coach. And then another way is with humility. 
here is somebody, a friend who cares for me a lot, who loves me, and who will not be telling me these things just out That's of true. anywhere. She's an expert, you know? Yeah. So with humility, I take that feedback in and I search for a coach. By the way, by the way, men, I hope you guys are listening. <laughs> what my friend Marcy was telling me, my wife has been telling me for a long time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, in that relationship between me and my wife, sometimes I'm just too stubborn because she's my wife and sometimes I have a tendency to dismiss the feedback. But when it comes from somebody else, I, I'm aware of this dynamic in my life. So when wow. I heard it from my fellow coach, I sought out other coaches. And with humility, I asked my coaches, other coaches, could you coach me? Because this is what's happening in my life in my finances, in my relationships, and I want to make a change. It takes so other people. <laughs> yeah. Other people. So, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, if you anything, could, we want to yeah. honor Reza Custodio yes. Soriano. <laughs> she's always You right. are the champion. <laughs> she's, she's the man, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry, uh, I cut you I, off. What I, were you saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so thankful for Reza for how much patience she has for me and and just helping me grow more into the man that God has uh, called me to be, the provider, the husband uh, that God has called me to be. And you know what, bro? I'm so happy because uh, I'm just looking because the podcast people who will listen to this won't see it, but those who are watching this on Facebook, a lot of men are here right now. Mostly it's 80% women, but now a lot of like guys are here, Arlan, Ryan, Jam, uh, yeah. Josh. So a few guys are here. So I'm really happy. Um, and I love, I just really caught something that you were saying. Uh, you said yeah. earlier that um, Marcy said that you had, you, you were still the pattern. And the, it really caught me and I just noticed this and a lot of men or a lot of not just really actually men a lot of people mm -hmm. get trapped in a certain pattern let's so our topic today is happiness how do people get trapped in a pattern that they get stuck unhappy they feel miserable uh, just that 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 gunk that you get muddled that you were just that, uh, how how do people get trapped in that pattern, whatever you call it? Hmm. Okay, that's an interesting question, and I I'm actually <laughs> choosing from the stories. <laughs> okay, so here's the story that I'd like to use as a response sure. to this question. Um. So here it goes. I had a I, I was studying in Asian Institute of Management AIM uh, back in 2005 and my favorite professor he taught a a subject called sources and use of, of power he introduced himself by email he said his name is Captain Bobby Lim 
who captain lim mm, i was imagining this big guy in a buff and with a crew cut or something and okay captain lim so i come to his class sources and uses of power and here comes an old old man in a barong tagalog good oh good and he was with his uh with his cane walking into our case room and he goes good morning class and then he facilitates one of the most action-packed classes we have i had i experienced in 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 aam he became my mentor and one of the stories that he shared by that time he was around 80 years old eight zero wow. years old and one of the stories he shared is that when he was in his 50s 60s by the way he's a soldier uh he led the set up of uh some of the air airfields in batangas uh he he went to he went to a military he went to pma and then studied in if i'm not mistaken i hope i got this right he studied in <laughs> annapolis <laughs> and then so he was a soldier he was a uh, part of the u.s uh, uh armed forces i don't know which okay enough so he shared this story of when he was 50 or 60 he was having his sport by that time was golf and for some strange reason, he started having shooting pain, as in extreme pain on his back. When they studied, when he went to the doctor, they studied uh, his situation. And it turned out that one of his legs was longer than the other leg. So how, and then they looked at his medical records. It turns out that even in his younger years, his photos showed that one leg was longer than the other. So how come through the years he didn't feel his back pain, but in his 50s or 60s, he was starting to feel it? That's because his body was compensating for the lack, for the difference mm -hmm. in the length of his legs. In his youth, he could do it. But in his older years, his muscles that gap took a toll on him yes, long story yes, yes. short okay long story short uh they put padding in his shoe <laughs> so that he had support on his other shoe okay mm -hmm. and then things happened he had an accident they replaced his hip they told him okay do you want us to adjust the length of your leg that can be done pala okay through surgery, after the surgery, his legs length were the same, were the same length na. And then he wanted to walk. So he one day he after surgery, after recovery, he put on his shoes. And then what happened? When he stood up, he was like this. Was Why? Because his shoe. You remember what he did? They did to his shoe. Oh, he padded his shoe. Okay. <laughs> his shoe had padding. So he needed to remove the padding and then he would walk straight. Some people are encountering a problem and they're using exactly the same solution that they had when they first encountered the problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For example, you got hurt by 
your brother or by your schoolmate when you were grade five? How did you respond? You reduced yourself. You made yourself less attractive or less, you, you didn't call attention to yourself. And here you are growing up and it's still the pattern that you're doing. You're among peers and you feel as if you want to be the quiet one among your peers. You're among managers and you feel like you don't deserve the top position among your peer managers. Therefore, you let other people prosper more than you do. That's a pattern. Yes. Because you didn't get to resolve how that grade five self responded to his situation. As a life coach, Ooh. we help people. And that's something that does not come from us. Yeah. They discover that themselves through a process that we will, uh, we will guide them through. And that is healing, man. When you see a person discover, OMG, that's, that's, that's what the little child needed pala at that time. All he needed was an affirmation from a loved one, from the teacher, from the parent. Na pare, or little boy, you're okay as is. You didn't know any better at that time. And now that you're an adult, now you can look back and tell that child that give the child whatever it is that he needed at that time that wow. is healing that is permanent as in the cells in a person's body you know when he looks back at those times when he was bullied or the times when he reduced himself uh, not wanting to excel too much or not wanting to overshadow uh, his siblings or his friends when he looks back, he will see it differently. I grab it. He will see it differently. He'll see it with more love, with more compassion. Instead of beating himself up, but promotion he will see it as learning. And he will walk away from that coaching session transformed permanently. You know, I love it. Uh I mean, guys, uh, for those who are watching, maybe please message Edwin later. Be coached by him. Um, I was re I was coached last year on confidence. A lot of people did not know that I lack confidence. Um, and when I was being, I didn't know. I mean, I was okay. You know, sometimes I real that during that time I realized that. True greatness can be masked by small success. Because mm -hmm. I just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I, I have books. I, I speak. I, I'm a feast builder. I, I have this. So, yeah. But then I didn't know. I felt it, but I didn't know. I just didn't want to admit it. That I was already hitting a wall. I was mm -hmm. hitting that wall that I could not break no matter how many times I try. And um, as I was being coached, um, shout out to Coach Kimi Lou. Um, but you know, okay. uh, anyway, just please uh, go to whichever coach that you see is good for you. Um, she was helping me, and I was like, I was really like holding on to the table, like, oh, oh, these are my patterns. <laughs> <I was> like. <laughs> 
and 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 they're so simple. You know, they're so simple, but these these things were destroying my life because I could have, you know, I could have been happier. Because I was, you know, doing good things, but I was hurting myself because they were coming from places, from the wrong places. Mm. I was trying to achieve things from the wrong gas tank. Mm. Mm. And, and I could not, so, okay, find a book, bestseller. Because mm. it was wrong motives, wrong, wrong energy. You know, right. until yeah. like I was reconnected. Why do I really want? Because, and you know, I'm sharing this because of what you're saying that I'm just happy in a state right now that I'm happy. Yeah. And everything else is a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and just you sharing stories like that reminds me that you can be really happy. Yeah. And I really want to honor coaches like you who who do your thing. And and I'm just you know just going back to that process makes me happy right now. <laughs> Remembering <laughs> how that process was with Coach Kimilu. Is that, yeah. is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I get that also from my clients. Just a, just like just last night, one of our clients sent, uh, sent me a message, sent us a message, shared it to our community of Rocketeers, graduates of Skyrocket. And she was saying, you know what, coach? I went through Skyrocket three years ago, and then uh, I went for my goals. I was single back then, and now I'm married and with a child, and I thought it was time for me to lay low and reprioritize and put away my goal, my, my, my dream of becoming a writer and et cetera, et cetera. And then she was saying, and then in a process that we went through in the past, we, we wrote an ebook together among our graduates. Wow. It's called Flight to Freedom. And then she realized, OMG, I was able to make time, even while I'm taking care of my child, I was able to make time to be the editor-in-chief of our ebook. Get our ebook, <laughs> editor-in-chief. Like editor-in-chief pa. Um, yeah, Liv, I'll share that with you. Can I Can I chat it somewhere? Uh, yeah. Sure, sure, you can sure, share sure. it. Uh, yeah. Bit.ly slash flight to feed. Uh, and then we made it, uh, uh, share na lang ng ating technical team. Uh, and then we made it a a fundraiser also to feed uh, families in Payatas. And then she realized, I was able to uh, be editor-in-chief even while I'm taking care of my child, which I thought I just needed to give 100% of my time and energy to my child. I was able to write uh, articles and books. And then in the past nine weeks, I was able to go back to my blog, which she's so passionate about and was able to put out one article per week. And now she is coaching clients in writing. And then she's just, yeah, yeah. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's such a blessing just uh, receiving the help of uh, people who can guide you towards being your best self, not their best self, okay? I'm referring to if you were a client coming to a coach, it's just really such a blessing to grow into what God has called you to. Sometimes it takes somebody else to help you through that process. So beautiful. I love it. 
I love it. Um, I mean, you know what? Just in case you didn't know, we're almost an R in our conversation. Um, I love what you said. I love what you said. Uh, associate, you know, you, you just really have to dissociate with the problem. You know, you yeah. can you can write down on third-person point of view, see it in a different perspective. So that's how you find happiness. Uh, yeah. You know, ask a coach or ask a friend. If you can, your friend can help you, you know, ask a coach. Look for a coach. Uh, I really suggest look for a coach, Edwin Soriano. Um, he can really help you. He can really help you win. I love, yeah. you know, uh, winning can coaching. I, yeah, yeah. Can I insert this? Uh, some people, I don't know if there are any questions in the comments. Um, um, people who are listening to this, whether live or in the recording, and then you're starting to think, okay, I love the question of uh, of Jay Paul that you know, patterns. What are the patterns in my life? And, and then, and then most people are thinking, yeah, I want to discover the patterns in my life. Okay, I'll give you a tip, na. Ha? I'll give you a tip. And then most people are thinking that I don't know what the patterns in my life are. Eh? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not making progress in my relationships or in my finances and my career, but I'm not sure what my patterns are. Okay. I'll tell you now, huh? if I were in front of you and I'm hearing you say, I'm not sure what my patterns are, I'll tell you how I respond to this. Okay. Here's how I respond. I'm speaking to you, the person who thinks he is confused with what mm -hmm. problems or what patterns he needs to face. Here's how I respond. Most people already know what their problem is. Wow. Most people already know what their pattern is. If you could be honest to yourself, if you could look yourself in the eye, in the mirror, and tell yourself, Okay, bro, really, truly, honestly, take a stab at it. Give it a try. Say the word out loud. What really is my problem? Is it my relationship with my father? Is it how I perceive my mother or my father? Is it, is it my heartbreak from 10 years ago? Is it my ego? Is it humility? Is it lack of forgiveness or lack of humility or lack of, am I playing too small? You know what? Most people already know. You have a good guess what it is. Start working on that. Start wow. working on that. Start working on that. So beautiful. It's like I'm going through my own coaching session. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Coach Edwin. <laughs> No, but I just wanted to uh, give something very practical to somebody out there who yeah. needs to hear these messages. Thank wow. you so much, Jason, for for oh, giving. No, no, it's it's I'm, you know, even if we don't publish this, I already helped someone, <laughs> and that's me for free. <laughs> All good. Um, thank All you good. so much. So beautiful. Um, Hello, Roy V. I just want to be in this space. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, oh my gosh people are saying heart 100 heart so, yeah <laughs> amazing. You, know what you, amazing you know what they're thinking oh nga, coach Edwin yeah I actually know what this is now it's time to take action <laughs> that's what I'm guessing some people are thinking now wow you know for me I'll share I'll be honest with everyone you know really I, my biggest pattern always is I'm so afraid to succeed for some reason, I'm really, 
Meron, I self-sabotage on really complete yeah. breakthrough success. So that's me. And that's something I've been always working on. Sometimes I win. Yeah. Sometimes I learn. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Amen. I love that. Sometimes I win. Sometimes I learn. Okay, Jay Paul, I'll tell you a secret. Sure, sure, sure. I'm going to do that too. Self-sabotage. Fear of success. I'm going through that too. And sometimes I make things too difficult for myself. As if I want to, to, I'm making things so difficult for myself as if I want to delay or want to not succeed. I realize it was my perception of my God. Wow. And more recently, through liturgical Bible study, ito, uh, in one of our liturgical Bible studies, I hear this uh, this verse that says uh, that lo- the Lord was speaking to Moses, and He was saying that you know, um, you know, I had this perception that I needed to be faithful to my God. That's that's kind of basic, okay? Increase my faith in God. And then here, and then I hear my my fellow community member Tito Tom, brother Tom Yokinko, and he's he's saying a prayer and he's saying this prayer, Lord, you are faithful. Uh, and then, huh? Lord is faithful? I didn't understand that. I didn't get that. And then we come to a verse where Moses and the Lord meet on Mount Sinai, and the Lord passes in front of Moses, and he says, uh, he says, I am abounding in 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 what is it? <laughs> in 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 love and and faithfulness. That's the key word for me. The Lord is faithful to us. And this is not just me wishing that the Lord is faithful to me. He is telling us He is faithful to us. Hmm. And right there in that liturgical Bible study, in that session, as I was receiving this word, as in I could feel, I was telling my classmates at that time, right here, right now, something is changing within me. The Lord loves me so much. He wants my success. I don't don't need to earn the success. From him, wow. I don't need to song and dance number. Lord, ano, is this good <laughs> enough? Can you give it to me na now? No, man. He is faithful to us. He wants us to win. If mm-hmm. only we embrace it and 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 accept it and receive it that He is faithful to us. Oh man, things that was a game changer. That was a game changer. So beautiful. Thank you. I love uh, one of my friends. His name is Josh. He just commented. Thank you, Coach Edwin, for letting me accept what really my problem is. I guess God has really led me here to watch this episode of uh, J. Paul Show. Grabe. I'm so blessed. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Whew. Anyway, uh, we'll have episode number two <laughs> next time. I'll invite you. We, I have so many questions I want to ask you. Love it. Uh, Thank you so much, Jay. Um, yeah. Before we before we end, uh, before you yeah. go to your closing message, I want you to talk about Five AM Club. What you guys yeah, do? Yeah, how yeah, can yeah. people join you and just, okay. just promote it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd love to share. Um, 
So here's what happened. I shared in the er earlier part of the episode that uh, at the start of the of the quarantine, my sleeping pattern was just all over the place. I'd sleep at 2 a.m., wake up at uh, 9, 10, 11 a.m. How many of you in the audience can relate to this? I'm sure many of you can relate. Uh, once upon a time, you were waking up at uh, 6 a.m., so that you can get to work by 8 a.m. or up at, and then now that we're in quarantine and we're working from home, now you're waking up like 10 minutes before work, right? Um, and yeah. you, and your your day is gone. Um, the your you don't have time for the dreams. So I made this decision one day in April that you know what I want to transfer my waking hours instead of being awake at midnight 1 a.m 2 a.m those two hours three hours or four hours i want to transfer those waking hours to the morning instead of waking up at 8 a.m i want to wake up at 5 a.m and i did it i started doing it i committed myself i made myself accountable to uh, my audience i actually started ed talks where early in the morning who would have an audience at like 7 a.m that's what the time that i <laughs> do my ad talk 7 a.m sino makikinig facebook live who's going to listen surprisingly people watched so with this background later on i began a club we call it rise up the 5 a.m club show it show it show it yeah so uh the 5 a.m club this is really space we create space okay the nickname of this club is ruwak ru5ac rise up the 5am club um and what do we do wake up early join us at 5am we do exercise we do prayer and meditation and then for uh, between 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., we have learning, and there's a talk, there's a video, there's a reading, and then we we do some journaling, we do some sharing in smaller groups, and then after after six o'clock, we close at six o'clock, and then by six o'clock, we've declared to each other in an accountability uh, forum what we aim to do, what our top three things to do are for that day. Okay? Wow. This just gives you focus. It it gives you it gives you time to think. Oh nga, today it's a Monday. What do I want to accomplish today? Top three. Write that down. Send it on on the WhatsApp group, and then and then you have your momentum at the start of the day. It's six a.m. And what do you want to do? You can go back to sleep. Most people don't go back to sleep. Why? Because they're so awake. They're so fired up. They start doing what's important to them. So my question to this audience right here right now is, what have you been dreaming of doing for so long? Did you want to write that book? Did you want to get more healthy? Did you want to have more time, more Bible time in the morning, more journaling time in the morning? Did you want to have time for yourself, not necessarily for work, no, mm -hmm. but for yourself to, uh, to, to build that skill that craft that hobby or or to take a walk in the park with your with your your with your wife or with your daughter but you've always had too little time in your day because your day's gone by by the time you wake up at 8 a.m here's a club that can help you do that so rise beautiful. up the 5 p.m club 
Ay, grabe. I'm so surprised uh, how people are just really signing up and inviting their friends and inviting their husband and their wife and their brother and their sister. Uh, it's been such a blessing. Uh, and I'm the first person to be blessed because just really how people need are looking for a time and place where they can learn and they can grow. This is this is a place to go okay if you want to join uh, i give an orientation uh, i share some of the uh some of the tips some of the habits morning habits of uh of billionaires and world leaders this is the place to go if you want to learn more about the 5am club it is at bit.ly slash 6am webinar we do this on saturdays but yon, uh, join us on Saturday for the yeah. 6 a.m. webinar where we share how your life can be changed by waking up. Give yourself one hour, an additional one hour, or maybe two hours in the morning. Just lock in that space and join us for the 6 a.m. webinar on Saturday. We'll share you powerful tips that can help you change your morning, win your morning, win your day. Win your week, win your year, Ooh. and make 2020 yeah. a more productive year for you. Amen. Thank you so much, Amen. Jay Paul. So powerful. So we have winning coaching for really legit coaching. Uh, you. you can join the uh, 5 a.m. club, or and also you can join by uh, 6 a.m. Yeah, webinar. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so before uh, you get to the, the 5 a.m. Yeah, this is a tryout. Uh, if you can't yeah. make it to the 6 a.m. webinar, you won't make it to the 5 a.m. club. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and then, yeah. So, you know, before I love it because before quarantine, um, my life just had to move on a later date. But that's because of everything I'm doing. Uh, but before that, I would wake up at 5 a.m., work out with my CrossFit class at 6 a.m., then just breeze through the day. Sometimes I wake up 4.30. But, you know, it, and I love it. I miss it. Uh, so happy that you are doing it. You're like Jocko Willing. I don't know if you've you've heard about yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was our yeah. guest speaker at the Five AM Club. What? Yeah, yeah. His video. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> extreme no, responsibility, nice. Extreme, yeah, yeah. extreme ownership. Yeah. Jocko Willing. Oh, so um, Joe Antan, I love her. Um, she's here. Um, um, Janice. The, and Natty is saying, what's this? Go ahead, go ahead. Yep. And Natty is part of our team. Uh, we've opened our doors to the deaf community. So we Whoa. have members of Rise Up, the 5AM Club, who are deaf. Thank you to Natty for interpreting for us. My golly, they are so super inspiring. Uh, one of our members, Kem, she's an entrepreneur. She's doing vlogs, man. She She's deaf and she's interviewing just like you are. She's interviewing OFWs and even Filipinos in the Philippines who are entrepreneurs, who are uh, employees, just giving a rope. Our, our community is bringing out the best and just really exposing the best in, in our members. That's so beautiful. So That's so beautiful. Thank you, brother. Uh, I really love everything you guys are doing.
It's so powerful. Oh, man, uh, we'll really have another episode. I'll think of something to talk about. And dami, more sure. of like choosing what to talk about. It's really hard. Yeah, uh, maybe next time I'll have you and Reza. Uh, I'd love to, yeah, 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 yeah. to be here. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, and, sorry and to disturb your Monday date. <laughs> no worries. It's our Monday date tonight. So we'll be doing... I uh, will be watching a, a meaningful film later on. Thanks so much, Joan, Natty, Janice, some of our friends uh, over there. Uh, thank you so much for supporting. Thanks, Joe. I'm waiting for your next book. Maybe you can write while in quarantine or whatever you're doing. And congratulations to our friend, Joanne, for Turo Summit Online. Yes, um, yes. yes really proud of this woman. She's transformed her life in such a short, short time and really i'm a fan of this lady john was part of her team also she was coaching with us for the skyrocket 60-day goal fulfillment program so powerful person thank you so much nice, john, nice. for all, all that you do so um um coach edwin i would want to talk to you but we're really over time please uh please share your closing message on how to find your happiness yeah um we didn't get to this place but you know what i'm evolving as a person and i'm learning from one of my mentors his name is jordan b peterson and i'm learning more about taking responsibility. You want to be happy, you need to step up and take more responsibility. First, responsibility for your life. And second, responsibility to change something in your environment for the better. So men out there, all the men who are listening right here, right now, man up, step up, do something better with your life. Is it cleaning your room? Is it earning a little more so that you can bring home something more? Is it being kinder to your wife, to your mother, to your father? Take responsibility, take a piece of the world and tell, tell yourself, I'm going to take this piece of the world and make it better. Wow. That's the call. That's the call for us to be stewards of the world that we've been given. Plant, make it better. Grab something out there and make it better. That's the call for us. God bless you. Ooh, so beautiful, Coach Eden. Thank you. And I really pray and declare that God's favor is upon you, that you'll find even more happiness as you help other people. Thank you for you know, doing what you're doing. It's not just a business, but you're changing the world one person at a time. And I love it. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you for all the men and women who are here for Man on a Mission. I appreciate you all. Um, thank you for joining us via my page and Feast TV If and and then... And, if you're going to receive this through podcast, thank you so much. Next week, my guest is Mark Lopez. And he's we're going to talk about if you're stressed, hit your life's reset button. So it's really going to be an exciting discussion again. So thank you so much for everyone that's joining. Um, I'm so excited. Um, 
I repeat what Coach Edwin said, um, take responsibility and just one responsibility at a time. And he said earlier, um, they talk about in the 5 a.m. club, you know, you just empower and talk about the three goals you um, want to do for the day. So you don't have to really worry about all the problems. Just, you know, focus on the three goals you want to really get done that day. Thank you, Coach yep. Edwin. And thank you, everyone, thank for you so being much. here Thanks, again. Bye. God bless you. Bye-bye.